the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. You are welcome to weigh in at 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 on the results of the midterm election. Uh, there are still people posting. Uh, Richard Grinnell, who's been a guest on this show, former Trump administration official. Uh, Rick Grinnell posts that uh, with votes still outstanding in Arizona, 800,000 votes outstanding in Arizona. Uh, the polls have been closed for more than 12 hours. We have 800,000 votes still uncounted. That's rank incompetence. Who's Arizona's Secretary of State? Oh, that's Katie Hobbs. She's running for governor of Arizona. They couldn't count the votes yesterday immediately. Like when the day started, the machines didn't work in some areas. Now, that's not fishy, but Republicans are the threat to democracy. Anyway, Rick Grinnell still posting, Charlie Kirk still posting, that uh, Blake Masters and Carrie Lake will win in Arizona for senator and for governor. I don't see how Masters wins. Um, Maybe, maybe, but... Uh, here's the thing. Uh, let me cover the crime news. First of all, there is an arrest warrant out for an 18 year old man named Camarion Malachi Demetrius Ross. He is charged with the murder of Kevin Sobnoski at the Sheets gas station near the airport a week ago in the wee hours of Sunday morning. Uh, I looked up Mr. Ross on uh, the Franklin County website, where you can find uh, his criminal charges as an adult. Uh, He's been an adult since February 9th, okay? You're an adult when you're 18. He was charged on September the 23rd, uh, which would be about a month before he, a little bit more than a month before he allegedly murdered Kevin Sobnowski. Uh, Mr. Ross was charged with felony receiving stolen property. His case was dismissed on October the 3rd. October the 3rd. He posted an $85 bond. $85 bond. And was out free. And then his case was dismissed. I'm looking to find the judge who dismissed it. And I'll let you know when I find it. Because, as I predicted, he's going to have a record, and the record is going to compel us to say, why is this kid out? Why is this kid not behind bars? $85 bond. $85. Felony receiving stolen property. How much you want to bet the stolen property is a gun? How much you want to bet? If you want to make me rich, you'll bet me. Andrew Ginther strikes again. Zach Klein strikes again. Columbus City Council strikes again. So, uh, I will not let the Kevin Sobnowski thing rest. 
our media in this town, no interest. None. Any television station, you got partners with your affiliates, NBC, CBS, ABC. You could do a feature on Kevin Sobnowski's friends. You could do a feature on Kevin Sobnowski's family. You could do a feature with the third grade teachers and the elementary school teachers who will tell you about Kevin Sobnowski. No, not interested. We'd rather tell another story about the Buckeyes moving up to whatever they're moving up to in the polls. We're going to send people to Evanston, Illinois to cover that. We're not going to send anybody to Girard to cover a real-life, genuine tragedy. And there'll be more of them. It's no less a tragedy that Kevin Sobnowski, the 21-year-old white kid, than it is that uh, lovely Kendricks is a 17-year-old black kid. They both die needlessly in Columbus. Is Andrew Ginther or his press agent Robin Davis returned a call about that? No, not at all. But they can virtue signal and sue Kia and Hyundai for making cars because the grand engineering idea behind the Kias and the Hyundais was to uh, let's make them easy to steal so we can ruin the lives of the citizens in Columbus, Ohio. Pretty sure that happened around a big oak table at Kia and at Hyundai. That's what Zach... Klein thinks that's why he's going to waste more of your taxpayer money on suing an automaker. Gee, you talk about a mismatch? You talk about a legal mismatch? You talk about a complete walkover in court? When Zach Klein goes up against the attorneys that Kia and Hyundai can afford? Yeah, that'll go well for the city of Columbus, I'm sure. Now, the midterms last night did not go well. We were hoping for a red wave. We have a likely won enough and had enough Democrats retire to get control of the House so we can put a block on Biden's spending to some degree. Uh, the Senate hangs in the balance. It hangs in the balance. Ron Johnson is ahead but close in Wisconsin, not called yet. Mark Kelly, the Democrat, is ahead but not called yet in Arizona. The Adam Laxalt, Catherine Cortez Masto race in Nevada is close. Regardless of how they turn out, even if Republicans turn out to win those and get control of the Senate, Mehmet Oz is conceded in Pennsylvania. They elected a mush brain incompetent John Fetterman in Pennsylvania when David McCormick would have mopped the floor with John Fetterman. But instead, Donald Trump went for the telegenic TV doctor. Now, I think Mehmet Oz is a brilliant guy. This is perhaps the most searing indictment of our political system, that Mehmet Oz, an immigrant who achieved worldwide acclaim as a heart surgeon, who has invented techniques that have revolutionized heart surgery and medical devices that have helped Myriad people live lives they would not have lived because they survived heart surgeries they would not have survived without the brilliance of Mehmet Oz. A trust fund, mush-brained, radical John Fetterman wins in Pennsylvania over Mehmet Oz. Not because Oz was not a much better candidate, but because people are so ideologically invested in their D or their R, in their red or their blue. But it didn't have to be Mehmet Oz. And it didn't have to be Blake Masters in Arizona. Mark Burnovich, the attorney general of Arizona, would have been a much better candidate. Because he wouldn't have been afraid to go on conservative podcasts like Blake Masters was. Why would Blake Masters not go on a podcast with Ben Dominich? Stupid. Stupid. 
Mark Burnovich could have won that race easy. Doug Ducey, the outgoing governor of Arizona, could have won that race easily. But no, Donald Trump had to endorse Blake Masters. Donald Trump had to endorse Mehmet Oz. And this is the thing. Donald Trump is not going to endorse anyone who won't genuflect to him. He's not going to elect anybody who could challenge him on ideas. I've observed a lot of coaches over the years. You know what I found the best coaches are? The best coaches are coaches who are not afraid to invite differing ideas onto their staff. The worst coaches are people who say, I want a guy who does it my way. I gave a sports analogy earlier that Trump is like the boxing champion who won't go away, hangs around too long, and inevitably loses his last bout and tarnishes his legacy. Donald Trump is also, here's here's an example you may uh, be able to follow if you follow NFL football at all. You heard of Tom Brady? Yeah, Tom Brady's got seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady is a guy who gets very emotional. We see him on the sidelines yelling, screaming, competitive. Tom Brady internalizes criticism and uses it to drive him to win games. And he's the greatest quarterback in NFL history because of that, because he's able to channel things he perceives as personal slights into hard work, dedication, and drill down on the most important thing in his life, which is winning football games. Baker Mayfield, conversely, former number one pick of the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield is Donald Trump. Baker Mayfield is the guy who every slight is a personal attack on Baker Mayfield. So he gets involved in chippy, stupid Arguments that have nothing to do with winning. He's arguing with talk show hosts. He's arguing with local media people. Baker Mayfield punches down. Donald Trump punches down. Tom Brady does not punch down. Now, Brady's a little bit like Trump in that he's hung around too long. But Donald Trump is taking down the Republican Party. Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, has extended and empowered the dead political career of Joe Biden. As Dennis Prager says, and he's so right, Trump is the only candidate who could have won in 2016. Unfortunately, he's also the only one who could lose in 2020. Let me talk to Frank and Reynoldsburg. Hi, Frank. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I just, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. I, I feel wrong wrong frank your cell is breaking up i don't know if i don't know if you're walking around but if you can get to a place where your cell is not fading in and out uh, i'd love to talk with you what about now man you're good now you're good right now stay right where you are perfect well i think we're asking the wrong questions i mean you know trump has been demonized by the left for so long um that his name has been drugged through the mud yeah so if we give up now hold on if we give up now are we giving in to the media and are we giving in to the Democrats for the next guy to get drugged through the mud? Because they're going to find dirt a, on him, too. That's a good question. If you want to hang on, we'll let you hang on and I'll address that with you on the other side of the break. You make a great point. That's worth addressing. Well, you're not going to like it when I tell you the details on this Franklin County judge who let the alleged murderer of Kevin Sobnoski 
uh, walk free, dismissing the case of uh, felony receiving stolen property a little more than a month before um, this person is accused of shooting and killing Kevin Sobnoski. But before I get to that, uh, we were chatting with Frank in Reynoldsburg, who made a very good point, a very good question about Donald Trump. My, my sentiments on Trump are great president, phenomenal record as president. But he awakens the enemy and he picks some loser candidates in this midterm. And that if the Republican Party wants to move on and in 2024 win the presidency, it will pick Ron DeSantis, younger, bolder. He is Trump without the crazy. He's Trump without the dumb Twitter comments. He's Trump without the alarm bells for the left. And no, uh, and so and so Frank asked a really good question. And Frank's question was, if we move on from Trump, don't we empower the media that mislabeled Trump as a Russian cat's paw, as a threat to democracy? Don't we incentivize them to do the same to others? And the answer to that question is, they're going to do it anyway. They're going to do it anyway. I've already heard one pundit refer to Ron DeSantis as worse than Donald Trump. Because, of course, John McCain was worse than George Bush, and Mitt Romney was worse than John McCain, and Donald Trump was worse than anyone ever until Donald Trump's not the nominee, and then Ron DeSantis will be worse than anyone else. Okay? So, Frank, that's my answer to your question, is that, yes, they are going to do that, We're not going to be able to stop them from doing it because anybody with an R beside their name is going to be the latest, greatest, biggest, baddest threat to democracy. But my question is, is that you got the media going, but you also have the Democrats that have the power because they they get away with a lot more than we do. Mm -hmm. And they went after Trump for every single thing. And And I'll be honest, nothing's come back to stick to the guy, but they use it. To, sl- to slander his name. Yeah, here's so, the thing, though. He's not skilled. He, You know, a, a great running back, and I have to move to the next caller. I really appreciate your call. A great running back, one of the art, one of the weapons in a running back's arsenal is a phenomenal stiff arm. He's able to see trouble coming, see a tackler coming, and he holds the person off and he pushes them away. And then there are running backs who, when they see contact coming, they lower their head to deliver the blow. And what happens? They deliver a blow but they also get tackled at the same point in time because it's it's impossible to keep your balance and keep your focus on the the goal is to elude the tackle, to gain more yardage, okay? Trump is the guy who will put his head down and bull into you, and he'll fall down in the process, and he takes the rest of us with him when he falls down. Give me DeSantis with the stiff arm. Have you seen Ron DeSantis with the media? How he's able to turn it around on him? That's why I say Carrie Lake's a rock star. She turns the media narrative around on him. DeSantis doesn't suffer fools. He's not a he's not a doormat, and he learned it from Trump. The danger in me saying all this about Trump is you'll say, "Man, Hooley really hates Trump." No, I don't. I want him to recognize his time is past because he has some personal flaws: lack of self awareness, lack of humility, lack of. With Trump, it's always about Trump. Right? It's always about Trump. It's the midterm election, and we're talking about a guy not on the ballot. We couldn't get through one show, two hours, without talking about Donald Trump. Britt Hume brought him up last night on the Fox coverage in the first hour. 
and it's not a mistake by me, and it's not a mistake by Hume. It's the shadow Trump casts on everything. I can't really tell you exactly why, except that he just does. And some things just are. And you have to accept them as they are, not as you want them to be. You can't reason with the lunatic fringe out there, the Trump derangement syndrome people, who will only go to the polls because Trump they're voting against Trump. I said this before about Biden. He became the Democratic nominee because he wasn't Bernie Sanders. He became the president because he wasn't Donald Trump. He didn't get anything because he's Joe Biden. Who roots for Joe Biden? Nobody. But he wins because you don't want the other guy. You put a young, bold guy like Ron DeSantis on the stage with his record on COVID, with his record on hurricane relief, with his record on winning people who weren't on his side when he first ran for governor to his side. How do you beat that? If you don't like my analysis on this, if you think I'm wrong, listen to Mark Penn, Democratic strategist, on what happens if Ron DeSantis beats Donald Trump in a Republican primary. I mean, it can't get any more clear than this. If DeSantis does a knockdown drag out primary and beats Donald Trump, DeSantis would be virtually impossible to beat in the presidency against anybody. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? One more time. If DeSantis does a knockdown, drag out primary and beats Donald Trump, DeSantis would be virtually impossible to beat in the presidency against anybody. That's a Democratic strategist. You don't have to be Captain Obvious to see that. Okay, now... To the 18-year-old man charged with the murder of Kevin Sobnowski. Kamarion Malachi Demetrius Ross. He was arrested and charged with felony receiving stolen property in October. No, wait, late in September, late September. He's out with his case dismissed by Franklin County Municipal Court Judge James P. O'Grady. Would you like to know about James P. O'Grady? James P. O'Grady is a Democrat. James P. O'Grady has cost the taxpayers of Central of uh, of Columbus more than three hundred thousand dollars in two, not one, two settlements for sexist and untoward comments toward people working for him. Okay. He used to be a Republican. He changed to Democrat so he could get reelected, prioritizing power and personal prestige over principle. And he's a guy who can't operate within the accepted parameters of being a judge without flirting with or otherwise harassing females on his staff. This is the guy who dismissed the alleged murderer of Kevin Sobnowski because he had a D by his name. He was unimpeachable in Columbus politics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.